Timothy Holloway. And I'm Riley Judd. And welcome back to Know Your Nonsense Podcast. We're back, baby! We have had our little hiatus, but now, hopefully, we will be able to stay on our regular trend for uh, the rest as this podcast is going. Yeah, so sorry for the delay. I got put in time out in my college because of coronavirus. Yep, good old corona. Not actually, I hate it a yeah. lot. I didn't actually get it. I was just in close contact with somebody who did get it. So they put him in quarantine. Yeah, so I was I was locked down for two weeks. So sorry. Which, it worked out. We yeah. both got stuff done, and it's a very busy time of year, so we had time to work on stuff, so it yeah. worked out. But now we're back, we're and back. that's what matters. Yes. So if you remember, we left you off with a bit of a cliffhanger last time. Oh, With yes. our hint. Got a kick out of it. And if you also remember, we said this will be stuff that we don't know much about. Yes. In this case, it is kickball. Kickball, baby. Everybody knows about the game, or at least most everybody does, because you probably played it when you were, you were a kid, whether on the playground, at school, if that was if that's where you went. Public schools had it in part of their curriculum. Um, but either way, it's super popular, and we figured, you know what? Let's look deeper into this. Yes. Uh, how much did you end up researching for this uh 12 hours yeah on the the nose on the nose yeah i'm 12 maybe a little bit short not gonna lie it was a struggle but either way we we gave this a lot of research and there's not as much as we thought but no we'll get into that more later Yeah. yeah but in order for us to get into that later we have to start so let's do that yes i'll start us out with a little bit of a history as to where kickball came from so it's not entirely de- uh, definitive. Like, there's a lot of theories. The prevailing one, it came from a guy named Nicholas C. Seuss back in 1917. So this game is over 100 years old, right? Um, back in 1917, World War I was just ending, and Nicholas C. Seuss, he was a park super- supervisor in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, fun fact, Cincinnati, Ohio could very well be the birthplace of cakeball. That's about all they got going for them. Yeah. Sorry, Cincinnati. I love you. Have you ever been? No. Oh. <laughs> what? What? What's wrong with Cincinnati, man? I don't know. Oh, he doesn't man. actually hate Cincinnati okay, but or Cedar Ohio. Point. Cedar Point's fire. That's what I've heard. Is that I, even I near Cincinnati? Really what? Is Cedar Point near Cincinnati? I don't think That's so. a tangent. I'm so sorry. Tangents may happen. It is late tonight. Yeah. We're we're recording a bit late. Anyway. But yeah, he was a park supervisor in Cincinnati, Ohio. And that's the kind of the prevailing theory. The reason he did it was to teach kids how to play baseball. So this was at a time when baseball was on the rise as far as I could tell. And so it's getting more popular. They want more people able to play it. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to teach these kids how to play baseball. But baseball bats are expensive. So is all the rest of the equipment. So what else can I use? Well, let's just kick something. And so that's what he did. They used the same setup for the field, which is, you know, a baseball diamond, which is easy enough to picture. And instead of using bats in a hard baseball, they used a bigger ball and would roll it towards the kids. And that's how kickball got started. So since the kids were using their feet instead of bats, and it was still essentially at its core, the same rules as baseball, this became known as kick baseball. Later, it would be known as kickball. 
it wouldn't take long for this to kind of catch on. Uh, it was only in the 1920s, which remember started in 1917. That's only three years if it was introduced in 1920, when it was starting to be introduced into actual public school curriculums as part of their phys- physical education. So that's how fast this caught on, and it's it did good for a while, and then it just kind of died. Yeah, it's, it was just gone. Yeah, just kind of went kaput until World War II, believe it or not. Essentially, a bunch of soldiers during World War II decided to adopt the sport to keep themselves kind of entertained, keep themselves having a good time and busy in and, and the long hours when they didn't have much to do. Again, the game would just kind of be around for a while and not become super popular until the 90s, that is. In the 90s, we see this kind of resurgence of kickball, and there was a lot of spreading for it going on, like it ended up in other places around the world. Uh, Not always in the same name, though. Uh, For instance, they call it soccer baseball in Canada. They call it kick base in Japan, apparently. And in South Korea, it's called Bali... Hmm. Let's see if I can say this right. Okay. Balyagu, I believe, is how that's pronounced. Uh, B-A-L-Y-A-G-U. So, that's fun. But yeah, so it's spread around a lot. There's a sort of iteration of it in England, but it's not exactly the same. We'll get more into iterations later. Oh, yeah. And it's really cool to see what people have come up with. And some of these sound like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We should get a group together and go out and play sometime. No. Why not? I'm not active. Oh, fine. (laughs) Whatever. Um, But yeah, this is happening in the 90s, and it kind of topped off with the formation of the World Adult Kickball Association, WACA, in 1998. So these are the people who kind of make kickball go as pro as it will become. It had been popular in, you know, public schools and... You know, church leagues maybe even, um, in fact, churches did adopt it as a sort of uh, activity for a long time. It became very popular among the church circles. But Waka kind of took it a bit, that step further. And ever since 98, they've been having the World Kickball Championships. And looking at, watching some of their games was really fun actually this footage <laughs> yeah yeah it's on, oh, it's on youtube i think i think i found the actual official footage at least it's nothing like super fancy but it's cool it's a lot of fun seeing people actually you know putting their heart into this game that you can find on most you know schoolyards but they Obviously don't have a winner for 2020 because either they haven't had it or they weren't able to. All right, BMPs. Yeah, coronavirus. Yep. You suck. But going, they have their records all the way back to 98 where the first winners were was a team known as the Big Kids. Yep. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. beat kicking chicken 4-2. to two. Yeah. We won't go through all of the winners throughout the past, you know, many many years 20 22 years yeah yeah well math i don't think that wait what you were in 2020 they started right okay there it is okay um i can math i promise yeah it's it's there but they've had uh lots of wonderful teams play a lot of different really creative names actually so like uh go look them up you'll have a hoot it's a great time um but this culminates all in their 
2019 winners, their most recent, which is Word. With an E. Yes, W-E-R-D. The E is the only thing that is lowercase. They won 3-1 to one over Hazard. Not spelled with an E. <laughs> no, not spelled with an E. The best part about all of this is that Waka has kind of taken it beyond just the sport itself. Um, it's become a big deal in the sport community, and you know, it's, everybody has fun doing it. But it's a huge social aspect as well, and it's um, a really great place for businesses and people alike to just kind of have that social aspect. They even have a sort of festival that they call Waka Palooza, which is like they call it a sports and social festival on their website, and it's held in Las Vegas, and I believe that's even where the uh, major games of the world world champions of kickball are played. Wow, talking is hard tonight, man. Man, <laughs> it's a struggle. Incredible. But they play for the Founders Cup, have ever since 90, 1998, and they play for cheap booze. Yeah. If they win, they choose a, what, what, what was it called, a league bar? Yeah, Waka, for every, um, for every, like, office league, every kickball league you have they designate a league bar for the league in the area and if you win then your team gets to get pints for a penny yes so yeah that's a little fun thing about waka they like they're socializing they like their kickball and they like their drinks indeed and that's kind of a little basic history of kickball riley top us off with a how to play how to play now rules and such i was gonna say everybody would think that they know the rules for kickball however as we will eventually explain to you there are many variations so we are going to go with the official kickball rules followed by good old waka followed by other people i got them from kickball.com literally that easy that's literally yeah uh so it's played on a baseball field so you have four plates home first second and third um you pitch from the mound like in baseball so the pitch must be rolling or have bounced twice when it passes the strike zone passes the strike zone it's a strike if it's not in the strike zone it's a ball so like with baseball three outs per inning you get three strikes if you kick foul on the third strike then you are out. You are out if you are tagged by the ball, or if that ball gets to a fielder who is touching the base, you have to go to. You know, baseball rules. So you need at least eight people, no more than ten. So that's how many you need to field the team. There are seven innings, two base coaches. You know, the strike zone is one foot on all sides of the home plate, so that's kind of the range you're trying to get it into. Uh, there are no headshots, so you can throw the ball at other people, but if you hit them in the head, that doesn't count. They are immediately safe to whatever base they are going to. Uh, this is a rule that I wish my school knew when we played kickball, which is uh, if you overthrow, so if you throw to a base and it gets past them, you can only advance one base. That would have made it so much easier. It's an official rule, and I wish I knew that. So there are forced out. There are no ghost men. So ghost men are, if I don't, I don't really know how it applies when you need eight people. Because I'm pretty sure I meant to look it up. I'm a failure. 
that ghost men are if you have all of your active runners on base and you have no one to kick then you have a person who just advances one base at every kick i don't know how that applies when there are eight yeah, that's people confusing. yeah it was on the official rules so no ghost men metal cleats are not allowed so you have to wear tennis shoes or i guess rubber rubber cleats, cleats yeah. yeah and so you know materials you're gonna need a ball because you're playing kickball it's kind of important kind of important just a little bit just tad and then something to represent apparently what i mean think about it is a football a ball yes is it though yes it's just not round that's weird unimportant tangent yep so ball plates get yourself some rubber cleats and then you're ready to go so the official official kickball which we will also get into oh, later. We will definitely get into this. Is the red inflatable rubber ball measuring 10 inches in diameter inflated to 1.5 pounds per square inch. As the official ball. You can use other ones, but then you're not being official. No. So Breaking the rules. Yeah. Well, not the rules, but the, the, the status quo. Yeah. So other than that, it, it's you know just what it was intended to be. It's baseball, but... You kick the ball instead of hitting it. Now, there are no leadoffs or stealing like there is in baseball. I think that about sums up the end of the baseball differences. But otherwise, you'll be able to figure it out. Right. But that's just the standard version of kickball. Yes. There are others. Oh, so many others. There are so many more. And I will read off some of the stuff for a few of them. I will not do all of them because there's a lot if you try and do all of them. It's just, oh, man. But yeah, one of my favorites was line kickball. So think about regular kickball and then take all the people that would be on the defensive side, right? The people trying to stop the team at kicking, up to kick from scoring, and put them all behind the kicker except for the pitcher. Everyone playing except the pitcher is ready to kick. Yeah. And so... Instead of, you know, the two equal teams, that's how you start. And they all line up single file. One person kicks the ball and everyone will start running the bases. Like they have to tag each base still. They cannot remain on the base, but everybody's going for it at one time. They have to continue running towards home plate. Once the pitcher recovers the ball, you know, once he gets it back, they can start tagging runners to their heart's content, chucking the ball at them, trying to tag them just by you know running at them or whatever. But it's his job to get as many as he can because when he does, when they're tagged out, anyone who was you know just tagged becomes an outfielder and starts helping out the pitcher and trying to get more people out. And they'll just you know keep doing this until nobody is left yeah so i guess you're the winner if you are the last person and the absolute madness that is the kicking lineup yeah i guess that's something that wasn't very clear the winner yeah either way sounds like a lot of fun yeah a lot of these games actually they are not very clear on who wins and who loses some of the variations so we're giving you the basics that we've found but they're not nearly as in-depth as my official kickball.com rules. Oh, no, no. It's so much so much easier to 
kind of look at the random versions that people come up with because yeah. like so few rules and it's just it's it, up to your interpretation you can tell that somebody just came up with this in a pe class at one yeah. time you know good old physical physical education good old p to the e yes phys ed as they call it sometimes it's a great time I've never heard anyone call you it really that. never heard it then no okay i think it's maybe an overseas thing more like because i heard it when i was overseas oh yeah fun Freaking fun Brits. facts <laughs> Another one that I thought was a good time was activity kickball. Now, truth be told, this sounds like something that would happen at like a trust building camp or, you know, definitely a summer camp activity or whatever. But play it just like the classic, but at each base, you have to give the runner a task or activity to complete. It can be like fitness, like doing jumping jacks or push-ups or whatever. And they have to complete that before they can move or move on. And it doesn't have to be physical. It could be like a, a riddle or a question, tongue twister, trivia, whatever you want to do. But you give them an activity to do. And it, it, that just sounds like a lot of fun to me. Maybe yeah. it's the nerd in me wanting to do trivia and stuff at, during kickball. I don't know. Name me every Hogwarts Gryffindor named character or get back to the first All right, base. get ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, there's, that's just two of many many different versions and not all of them show up when you try and find them like riley pointed out the version the crazy version we played when we were kids at school we couldn't find that yeah it we called it crazy kickball so i tried to google crazy kickball which was a mistake because everyone calls their version of kickball that's not normal kickball crazy kickball it's kind of like how literally everyone wherever you they live it's like oh if you don't like the weather wait five minutes yeah literally everywhere says that yeah so like if you've managed to get enough status to get a new name like the examples that we gave you know line kickball activity kickball then you've really made it you've made it past crazy kickball status anyway our crazy kickball so we often played inside instead of outside right and but this can really be either yeah yes yeah but the big thing was we played on our basketball court you know as kindergartners and such yeah and the four corners were bases as well as the the two intersections where half court was yeah so like the half court line where that meets the out of bounds lines those two are bases so you know up to that we would start in a corner and up to that across the half court line to the other corner and back and that was the technical like four bases but you had the two in the back as well you couldn't double up on bases but you could go to any available base as long as you were traveling on a line so you couldn't cut from you know one corner of the half court to the opposite corner right. of the out of bounds lines but if you were running across a line you could go there and so you could have potentially five people on base at a time. It was a great time. It was awesome. And a lot of fun. And you would, you know, sometimes try and goad them to throwing the ball at one area to, you know, let other people would go by. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Was... So like you would, like you would think, why would you ever go to the back? If you are good at dodging or if you're really fast, you go to the back. Give so... us slow people a chance to get yeah, home. <laughs> so you try to make them hit you in the far back of the gym which allows the people who are in the regular diamond to make it home 
But this isn't even the craziest version of Kickball. Oh, no. Riley, would you please explain Mojo Kickball to us? Oh, I shall. So I'm perusing the various variations of Kickball. So many various So many variations. And I'm going down, you know, exploring the depths of Google. And I see Mojo Kickball. And I'm like, well, what on earth is Mojo Kickball? So basically, there was a guy who I couldn't even find the name of on the Mojo Kickball website. Couldn't find it. So we're going to call him Random Office Guy, dude. So Makes ra- sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because, the, I mean, this, he worked in an office, random guy. <laughs> random office guy, dude. Uh, wanted a way to be active. But he doesn't really like working out. Like, he doesn't like going to the gym. He doesn't like, he doesn't like knowing exactly how much workout he has to do like he doesn't want to go for runs doesn't want to lift weights he enjoys sports but he didn't enjoy like the office league sports because there was always you know one team that was just wiping the league oh, yeah that's yeah. the worst it's the worst it's terrible yeah and he doesn't like he's like i don't want to go play and you have these tryhards who are going to dominate you know i would like a game that's just nothing but crazy ridiculous fun and so, thought of kickball, but he put his own little twist on it. So, and boy, did he put a twist. Oh, <laughs> it's exciting. So, it's fairly similar to regular kickball. You still have a pitcher who's going to pitch the ball. You're going to kick it. If it gets caught on a pop fly, you're out. You run the bases. If it's not caught, if you get tagged or you get hit, you're out. If you make it back, you get a point. So, that's all the same. However, the pitcher, first of the differences, the pitcher is on the kicking team, not the fielding team. So there are six balls in play at all times. There is a corral, so a small ring around where the pitcher pitches from. They pitch inside that ring, and that's where all the balls go. So the kickers score when they reach third base, not home, and the game is timed. It is not based on outs. So you get to set a time at your discretion, depending on how long you want your game to go. One team will go for that amount of time. The other team will go for that amount of time. And that's the game. So because you are timed, you're technically stealing every base. There's no they kick it, you run. You just go whenever you see you have an opening. There are do six balls. Do what you need to do. Yes, there are six balls. If you see an opening where... One of those magically is not near you. Make it to the next base. So there's a bunt line that goes around the corral. And about to, I think it's like half of the lines between home and third and home and first. So, you know, you can't just barely tap the ball. You have to hit the ball. So when you get out, so somebody tags you, somebody catches your ball... You do not go back to kick. No, 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 no. You become what is known as a chaser. So there are three chasers. These are on the kicking team. You have the green chaser. They get like a green sash to signify they are the green chaser. They are designated at the, be- at the beginning of the game. They are the pitcher. And they must stay within the bunt line. They can move anywhere in that space but they must stay inside it. 
Then you have the purple chaser, who is the outer chaser. They have to stay outside the base path. So your diamond, they have to stay outside it. And then you have the yellow chaser, who can go anywhere. So you become a chaser when you grab one of the colored sashes that is at what is known as the chaser line, which is just some designated spot for a line somewhere in between home and first. So that's where you're going to line up when you start getting out. The chasers, who, as I said, are on the kicking team, are trying to protect the runners as they are attempting to make their way to home. Their own personal bodyguards. Yes. You can dive in front of balls. You can, you know, smack them out of the air. And they become dead balls. Then they're returned to the pitcher, so the pitcher continues to pitch them. Or you can tag, as a chaser, anybody who is fielding while they are holding a ball. So if you tag them while they are holding a ball, that ball is now a dead ball and is returned to the pitcher. So you are doing your best to keep everyone as safe as possible so you can get as many points as possible. So the way you switch out chasers, the pitcher, as far as I could find, they stay the whole game. Whoever's the pitcher is just the pitcher. The purple chaser switches out every time they affect two balls in play. So if they manage to create two dead balls, then they put their sash back at the chaser line or give it to the next person in the chaser line, and they go back to kick. You can only go out as a purple chaser when there is at least one ball in play. And then the yellow chaser, bless their hearts, Oh man, they switch out with somebody whenever they get too tired to run anymore. So they crawl over to the sidelines, they take off the sash, and then they go for their rest, which is five seconds before they have to kick again and run around the bases. And whoever manages to get the most points in their half is the winner. And that is Mojo Kickball. And to a greater extent, that is kickball. I mean... That's that's everything on the classic... Now, we didn't dive deep into the history of kicking a ball. No, yeah. No. There's a lot to that. Because, I mean, when you think about it, that's soccer. That's football to an extent. Yeah, that's... I mean, ancient civilizations had balls that they were passing around with their feet. Like, right. that, that wasn't what we were here to research. We were here to research the classic playground... Red rubber ball, kickball. Think Recess, if you're old enough to have watched that show. That's yes. Classic kickball right there. Classic. Really great show, too. Indeed. It's a really good show. But yeah, so that is kickball. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will get into the stuff that we wish to discuss with you about what we expected, what shocked us. All that good jazz. If there's anything we couldn't find. Could not. Ooh, you all are in for a treat. It's going to be a good one. So yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
And we are back. We are back. Did you miss us? I missed us. I missed us. Why did we miss We missed other? you too. Yes. You're more important. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the more discussion-based, I guess, yes. kind of stuff that we have. Yes. So we will start with what surprised us about this topic? Which, frankly, kind of varied what surprised us. Yeah. I was most surprised, honestly, by the amount of variations like, I knew there was going to be variations because it's like, none of, no one plays kickball the same way. Like, I knew we had our variations from, you know, my time in the good old elementary school. Oh, yeah. But there's just so many and I'm going deeper and deeper and you have to click on every crazy kickball link because you don't, that's not going to be the same as the link above. Right. You know, it's going to be something brand new, brand probably new. something you've never seen before. No. They're all just completely different, and some of them, it's just we wanted to make a thing. We just wanted to make a new variation of the game. You can tell, like, as we mentioned, because some of them, you know, they're not super fleshed out, but they're, there's promise there to flesh it out, which you could do, which they could do later. Like, with Lion Kickball, you know, who wins? We don't know. It's just for kids to run around and enjoy the madness let's be real this is so the kids can be tired out the teachers did this so the kids want to be tired out and not talk back yeah, it's just it's, a running game it's a great time yeah nothing wrong with that but i was just so surprised at how much of that i found right yeah. did you have a favorite one that you found oh i don't know mojo kickball was pretty darn dope. that is a crazy time that man. was probably honestly my favorite but i don't even know if i should count that because that's a whole organization they have extensive rules frankly i'm thinking they just take the name kickball out of it and like give it on whole new name mojo mojo ball maybe i don't don't know but either way that was a wild time yeah i think out of the normal and you know as normal as they are but normal air quotes variation was big base kickball which is that's when we multiple people on each base right yeah they would use this was if you play kickball inside in a gym you're supposed to use gym mats well, we didn't have gym mats at our little yeah. school, so we didn't use those. We just piled onto the small intersections of lines. Didn't we sometimes use a hula hoop? Maybe. I think so, because then when it would get too crowded, we'd straight up boot someone off the I island. Know, it's just like, you're out. <laughs> sorry. Like, sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah, so, but big base kickball is basically normal kickball, but you use, you know, gym mats, tape, hula hoop, something to make bigger bases, and more than one person can be on a base. So you're just stuffing people onto bases because you don't want to be out. Right. And that's perfect for when you have like, you know, 50 kids who all want to play one game of kickball. Yeah. It's perfect for that. Yeah. And it adds that fun, you know, crazy madness factor that elementary kids just gobble up. Oh, yeah. It's a great time. Wonderful. Yeah. So I that was what I was surprised about. Yeah, no, that makes sense to be surprised about that. I had no idea about that either. But what surprised me more, personally, was the fact that there's not really a documented official history. No. Like... We tried very hard. We tried hard to find something completely definitive. And to be honest, the stuff about Nicholas Seuss, that is fairly definitive. Like, a lot of people believe that's where this started. Well, yeah. But it's literally, hey, yeah, he created it at this time. It... Got introduced to public schools here. And then it's gone. Until World War II when it just shows yeah. up again. Which is dead zone. 
Right. There's multiple dead zones because it showed up in World War II and then it was dead zone until the 90s. Right, yeah. There's just no documentation. There's none at all, which it's kind of fun to kind of try and infer what you can about it without the documentation. Like we were talking about it in our pre-meeting. I would not be surprised if, you know, World War II is 20 or so years after 1917 when Seuss first supposedly created this. Yeah. What if some of those soldiers in World War II were the kids he taught this game to? They're like, hey, guys, we had this dude that worked at the park who taught us this game. Let's play it. But there's no way to tell because there's not an official documented history. And that kind of surprised me just because of how popular this game seems to be. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Which, that will well lead into the expectations we had. So, what were some things we expected about the topic that were either met or not met? And we both had the same one for this, which was we expected so much more information. Oh my goodness, so much more. I mean, just looking at how much information we have with baseball, with football, with soccer, all popular sports. I mean, even the more obscure sports. True. Like, I could probably pull up a lot more on the history of spike ball. Oh, dude. Yeah. Spike ball is huge nowadays. It is. And I remember watching the Shark Take episode where they presented it. Me too. It was really good. Yeah. And really recent. That's the thing. But there's more documentation than on kickball which has been around for literally a hundred years yes it's it was crazy and you know we gave ourselves the time because we wanted to make sure that we did the topic justice because neither of us actually know about it right so we wanted to make sure we did it justice so we both go for 12 hours yeah which we met 12 hours of digging in to nothing we hit bedrock by hour one and we had to get out the pickaxes it's kind of fun yeah i mean it was, it was but fun. also that's where we got to the bunch of oh my word yeah <laughs> it's we were really expecting something to uh something to really dig into and it just wasn't there no so for all other topics that we are not knowledgeable about we will be doing preliminary research oh yeah giving ourselves an hour or so of just bonus time just to at the beginning to look into it and be like all right we're looking at doing this for this topic will it work yeah because i mean if we find everything in the first hour then we're in trouble yeah that's probably not a good topic to pick when you have reached the end of the history of kickball a 100 year old sport by the end of hour one or two that's when both of us were like oh no i'm not even sure it took that long no it probably didn't it's literally all in one site yeah and which you will find in our sources yes in the description but, I mean, like Timothy said, that is kind of half the fun. Because then you get to ask yourself questions. Like, well, what do I want answered? Exactly. And that leads us into what we couldn't find. Yes. Because while there is, you know, very little to learn, there is things. There is things. There is things. There are things. There are things. That we could not learn because we just simply couldn't find it. Personally, I wanted to know more about the first kickball. Yes. Like... The guy, he didn't want to use baseball bats in a baseball because that would break people's toes. That would suck a lot. So what did he use? I found some pictures of what is possibly, you know, like the first, you know, kickball mark one, if you will. Yeah. But I found nothing that is answered that definitively because, again, no documentation. Yeah. So 
I'm really curious about that. If anybody has a kickball from that day and age, send us a picture of it. Or, you know, send get your grandparents to send you a picture of it. Yeah. Or at least us. just have them tell us what they were made of, what they looked like. Exactly. The picture I saw, it was kind of cool looking. We made, a jo- we made that joke about footballs being a ball, which is weird. They're but balls. it looked kind of like it was sim- a similar construction. Yeah. Even had the, the what's it called, threading on top? Yeah, because weren't they made of leather? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Or at least the one we found was. Yeah. No definitive answer. No definitive answer. So we will hopefully find out later. Yeah. Mine. Yours. Oh. (laughs) This, guys, I got to say, I did not think to look into this. It blew my mind when he brought this up. Yes. So just a slight tangent, because I have some history with this information. Um, I had to organize a dodgeball tournament, which uses the same classic rubber inflated bouncy balls. Right. And I needed to, of course, get some bouncy balls for my dodgeball tournament. Practically just saying those words, you can feel the impact. Yes. Like, we all know classic. what I'm talking about. And I went to Walmart thinking, I'll find these either in the toy section or in the sports section. And they did not exist. And then I went to various places, various schools, various other organizations that hand out, you know, sports equipment. And... None of them had the classic rubber bouncy ball. They all had these kind of foam balls that were much smaller, much, much smaller than your classic rubber bouncy ball. They didn't fly very far. They were a lot safer. They didn't hurt as much. But, you know, it wasn't the classic dodgeball experience. And I was just baffled that I could not find the classic rubber bouncy ball. Right. So coming back to kickball... Which uses the same classic, you know, like I said, the official kickball is the red rubber bouncy ball, official 10 inch diet inch. It wasn't inches. Yeah, it was. Was it? No. Oh, it was 10 inches. Okay. So 10 inches in diameter. That's the official bouncy ball. And I wanted to know the history of the ball. So I tried to look it up. And there is, as far as I could find... No documentation on when the inflated rubber bouncy ball got invented. I don't know who invented it. I don't know when it was invented. I don't even know what inspired it. I know the history of the classic bouncy ball. There was a guy who learned that when he compressed rubber and made it really, really dense, it got bouncy. But there is no documentation on when it became inflated. They just said it eventually did because that hurt less, which doesn't say much because they still hurt. But there was just nothing on that classic red bouncy ball. It's a red bouncy ball cryptid. It just doesn't exist as far as documentation is concerned. Why is there no documentation? No documentation. in this sport? On the red rubber ball cryptid. It's a cryptid now. I'm stating it as... Such. Do we have that authority? I do. I, I'm declaring myself to have that authority because I'm angry. Oh my. I should it not doesn't, be surprised. If, you, if anyone, anyone knows the origin of the inflated red rubber bouncy ball. Please I, tell us. Please. Because these things just drop off the radar. Just for no reason. They don't want to be documented. 
might be fake. I don't even know. Maybe all these balls didn't exist and we all mass hallucinated them. I couldn't tell you. That would be some wild times. Well, there's no documentation, so... Cryptid. You heard it here, folks. The Red River Ball is a cryptid. <laughs> and with that, uh, with that, we have officially exhausted everything we were going to talk about yes. in this episode. Yeah, so that, that was what I wanted to know. That's, that's it. That's everything. That's kickball. That is the classic 1917 kickball thanks for kicking that around with us uh -huh. you're so funny yeah i know yeah just reuse the pun for you're really a ball aren't you oh wow ha. we're Yikes. funny laugh so next week we will be back on our regular episode yes cycle you know starting with one of my topics yes a typical topic for that my hint is hint me there will be no swearing but there will be a curse Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Okay, so obviously it's gonna deal with a curse. I think. Um, what? I think I maybe could be onto something there. Maybe um, I don't know. You know. Let's see. Could have to do with cooking. Could, for all I know. <laughs> so okay, if you bring up swearing, like there's gotta be somebody who had like a foul mouth. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere in there. That's got to be relevant. So I I don't know. I, this is folklore, I'm guessing. Yep. Okay, I got that. I got the topic. The topic. Area of passion. passion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Whatever we should call that. We yeah, should figure out a name for that. Let us know what you think we should call I know, that. expertise. That's, we're not experts, we're but really like, not. we know stuff. But apparently we have the authority to call something a cryptid. It's a cryptid, the red rubber ball cryptid. Tell it to your friends. Uh, so anyway, folklore. Yeah, I'm going to say that somebody got cursed because they swore a lot. Oh, really? That's That's my guess. Locked in. Locked in? I hope that helps you actual folklore people figure it out. We'll see. We shall see. In the meantime, send us an email if you want with your guesses or with anything that you liked about this episode, anything that you think we need to adjust about this episode. Let us know if we were wrong. We'd love to hear about it because yes. we want to learn. That's the whole point of this. Yes. Uh, and our email is kynpodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All of it is kynpodcast. Right. Please follow us. Yes. And subscribe on YouTube, because all of these episodes also go on YouTube. Yes, indeed they do. With all of the sources in a document in the description. Yes. So if you want to check out where we where we got our information, please do. We would love for you to sort of data mine. Is that a form of data mining? No. No? That's, no. That's completely different. That hurts I should my know soul. This. <laughs> that really um, hurt. Source mining. That's what I'm talking about. It's a, Is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. We oh. talked about it in my uh, research and writing class for wow. history majors. Yo. But yeah, it's a great time. Alrighty. Mine our sources. Mine our sources. And follow us everywhere. We post fun trivia and fun trivia quizzes. Yes, which we did this past time. Yes. Because we didn't have an episode out. If you haven't taken it, go take it and impress your friends. Let us know how you did. Yes. Our own host timothy holloway didn't do good wow thanks for that called out oh wow how did a bus get in this room 
I don't know, but it ran right over you. Just say goodbye. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>